Hi everybody, it's Wednesday the 27th of May. You are listening to a report of day 22 on my 100 days of code journey learning modern JavaScript. Now it's day 22 and it's Wednesday the 27th of May. Wednesday the 27th of May. And I didn't do a podcast yesterday or I didn't do a commit to my GitHub profile. And that was because I've been working on quite a lot yesterday. Well, actually, I've been sort of tapped up for a potential front-end designer developer role, and they've been wanting me to redesign dashboard, redesign a login screen. This is for a software as a service web app for a medical company. So I've been a bit preoccupied with doing that over the last day or so. However, I did shoehorn a bit of applying a bit of JS into the login screen that I've been working on today. So there was I, I created three. The backstory is they wanted me to redesign a couple of components, dashboard and a login screen. So bring it up to date compared to the really crappy design they've got there at the moment. So it's I don't know, it's like a like a design test. So I fired open sketch and um quite pleased with what I did. You know, it was a, made it look nice and clean. Simple. It was the right mess before, so I've been working in sketch again. I've created that and I created three samples of this login screen. So I've sent them all over to them and uh, we'll see how that goes tomorrow. I'll report back if it's been a, a positive experience, i.e. Getting, getting some work. So fingers crossed. But nonetheless, it's been a, a good experience to start getting my hands dirty coding again. You do tend to lose it, but um, yeah, I think because I've been following this course, I've been pretty confident in writing some good quality code and then, uh, you know, without wanting to sound like I'm blowing me on trumpet or anything, but it's been, it's been quite a good experience and I fired through writing this little toggle script right at the end. I did it really quickly, writing this JS. That's thanks to what I'm doing here, so yeah, that's been good. So what else did I do? So this this login screen that I wrote, so I've been using SAS and I've been doing some JavaScript. So yeah. So the JS that I've written is basically getting two references to elements. Um one was on getting a reference to the body. So on the body, I was adding a class called dark. Then the dark, once this dark class is applied to the body, the casket, the, the CSS or the SAS that I've written will make certain elements appear lighter and darker. So that was that. 
And to make the toggle this toggle happen, I added a event listener on a link, which was called dot class dot class anchor, and yeah, so that was that. I'm just being interrupted. Why do they always come up when I'm doing this? Eddie, I'm right in the middle of something. Right, well, I'm d I can't. I'm just doing this audio journal. Come down when I'm ready. <sighs> I think I need to get up a sign saying do not disturb or something, or a recording. You know, like they have in studios <laughs> on air. <laughs> this happened on the last pod, didn't it? On the last episode, I got interrupted. Right, what was I saying? Right, that was it. So, I put a link. I put a link on this component saying light or dark, so you can toggle between the light or dark mode. So I've gone const toggle document.query selector dot forgot a. So the div was called forgot, and within the div it had a element called a. So I was getting reference to that click called toggle. And then I've gone, I've added, a, I've created an event listener um, using the click event arrow function and a window within the arrow function so the callback function I have gone body.classless.toggle dark so I've already got a reference to the body the variable so what this is doing it's toggling a class on the body element every time the link is clicked so click one it adds dark, click it again, it removes dark. And because I've got this class at the right at the top of the HTML document in the body, that will then match some CSS selectors that I've already written. So it changes the style to light to dark to light to dark, light to dark. And that's that. So that's pretty good. And I also made the form fully responsive. Um, go to my Twitter feed at John Asp. And, uh, you'll see it in action there. I did a screen recording of it. So you'll be able to see it in action. Not CSS or SAS. Uh, 100 days of journey this round. I won't go into it, but yeah, you can have, go and have a look at it. So that was that. So that's what I've been doing for the last day and a half. So my course has taken a bit of a backseat, but I still managed to get some stuff done yesterday. Um, for rewinding back to my API. Um, I did create a random quote generator from the Ron Swanson Quotes API. Now he's a guy. Oh, he's a, not a guy. Move keyboard. Papers. Yeah, Ron, 
Ronald Ulysses Swanson. He's a fictional character portrayed by Nick Offerman from the Situation Comedy series Parks and Recreation. It's pretty funny. So if you get a chance to watch it, do so. So I created, found an API of his quotes. Um, I don't know where we came to when I was describing the... I think that was it. My last work on my API, I'd got it just logging to the console, hadn't I? So, how did I get it printing to screen? So I've got that. I've now got that printing to the screen. Just uh, rewind. So we're using the XML HTTP request method. Sorry, to create a request object. Um, so we've got that. I'm listening for me events, the ready ready state events, and if it's a if the ready state reports back four, then we're good to go. I put let quotes. What am I doing? And I'm adding the text. The quotes object, the inner text property. I'm adding the quote, and that's that's added it to the screen. So that's working anyway on refresh. One little gotcha. I did come across. I remember when I was pulling this data back. There were square brackets around the actual content itself, so I had to do a bit of string manipulation to get rid of those. So, to do that, I used the replace method applied on. Yeah, so I applied that to each. Um, block of data I did quote equals quote dot replace and then that's taken in two arguments the first one is the opening bracket and replacing that with just an empty string um, and doing exactly the same but with a closing bracket bracket and replacing that with an empty string and that stripped it all out and then I printed it out all out to a, a P tag so every time you press refresh The event listener is listening for a ready state change, which happens every time you refresh, and it pulls in one quote. It pulls a little JSON object. What's not, not it's, JSON isn't an object. One thing I'll teach you about JSON, I always used to think it was objects it brings back, but it doesn't. It's just one massive string. But it's delineated in such a way that a parser can come in and create an object with it. So it's pretty clever, isn't it? Yeah, so I learned that on my course anyway. Uh, JSON is just one beast of a string. But well, not in this case anyway, it's just one quota time that comes back from the API. Yeah, so that's on the... That is on my Twitter feed now, so go and have a look. At John Asp. Let's see how many followers I've got now. 74. Trucking along. One thing they do say on 100 Days of Code is follow one of the bots. That always retweets anybody who's hashtagging their work with 100 days of code so you get to see other people that run your journey so at the end of each day I always follow two people and I retweet what they're doing so you build up a community I guess right that's me for the day it's been a long day 20 past 10 been in the been in my office all day pretty much 
which unlike me, normally to get out quite a lot. Get out and go for walks or runs and stuff. Well, look at one. It's been a really nice day, so I'm gonna do as much tomorrow. I'll probably nice walk in the countryside. Right, let's get your quote of the day. I've seen that one, Wayne Gretzky. I don't want that. No, I've had that one before. I might have to... Uh, this one's alright. Mike Gafka. Nilsey. Have a look. Doesn't have a wiki. Is it no one? According to this, he's a SaaS and business strategy finance, something or other. So he puts as the quote says from myfavequote.co.uk. Maybe they've got an API, might hook into it. Anyway, Mike said, to be successful, you must accept all challenges that come your way. You can't just accept the ones you like. And that's true. Um, let's bring it back to a work or coding context. I think if you're working on a, a Kanban board or a, I don't know what you call it. If you're working in, you're taking tickets, Jira tickets, you always tend to get the easy one. <laughs> you always tend to pick the easy ones or the easy tasks. There's a book called Eat That Frog. It's by a guy called Brian Tracy. Which I've read. I think the takeaway point is always do the hardest task first. The hardest or most unpleasant task first. Then that makes the rest of them easy. It gets your hard one out of the way. You can, the thinking is behind the name Eat That Frog. It's like, if you can eat a frog, you can do anything after that. So, yeah, that's that. Right, that was day 22. On day 23, I'm going to put error handling into this API. That's one of the additional considerations in this little mini project I'm working on. So, I'm sure that'll take me all day. So, that'll be me on day 23. Sign off now and see what the fire was about downstairs. Right, catch you later.